Hey, this is Jewel Bejavarapu, and you're listening to the Infertility Life Coach Podcast, Episode 11. Welcome to the Infertility Life Coach Podcast, a show for smart, type A millennial women who want to get off the emotional roller coaster of infertility for good. If you want to learn how coaching can prime your body and mind for pregnancy, then this is the show for you. I'm your host, Jewel Bejavarapu, and I am an infertility and endometriosis warrior, as well as a certified life coach. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my friends. How are y'all doing today? I feel amazing. I got so excited about this podcast episode. I have not even taken a shower today, and it is already 1130. Have you all ever found yourself in this situation? This actually happens to me a lot more than I want to admit. I get so caught up in work and what I'm doing, I forget to eat or take a shower or do other important things. Not always a good thing. I did get my HSG test done this week, which confirmed that my left tube is open and my right fallopian tube is blocked-ish, meaning they saw like a drop come out, but nothing more. For those of you who are just getting into the fertility world, HSG stands for histosalopinography, and let's just hope I said that right. Pretty much what happens is they put dye in your uterus and take x-rays to make sure that your uterine cavity is normal and your fallopian tubes are unblocked. So I partially passed that test. Now that we got all that education, let's get going with this week's episode about how to handle grief and other tough emotions like fear, stress, and anxiety. This is one of my favorite topics because it has had such an impact in my life. Learning how to process pain has been invaluable, and infertility brings up all the pain every single month. So I hope that this episode can change your life like it has mine. But first, I want to give you a pep talk. I want you to know right now that you're going to be okay. I know grief feels so heavy and insurmountable. It hurts so much to have to go through grief every single month when you get yet another negative test or after so much preparation and money and you have a failed transfer or a miscarriage for a baby you have been waiting for for a long time. But you are amazingly resilient. All the things you are feeling right now are okay. Grief is messy and it's not linear. And that's okay too. You do grief how you want to do it. There is no right or wrong way. Figure out what works for you, and it might be different than what works for me, and that's okay as well. If that means crying on the bathroom floor, do it. If that means being angry and frustrated and going for a run, do it. I just want to say, let the pain move through your body in a safe way. Okay, now take a deep breath before we dive deeper into grief. I want to talk about what emotions are and what they are not, because this can get a little confusing sometimes. So, feelings or emotions are caused by our thinking. Now, feelings are different than sensations in our body, like feeling hungry or cold or tired. Feelings start in the mind and travel down through the body, versus sensations start in the body and travel to our mind. So grief, fear, and anxiety all happen because we think thoughts that make us feel emotions. They start in our mind 
and travel to our body. So how do we know that grief and pain is created by our thoughts in our brain? Well, a study was done that showed people who had brain damage to the part of their brain that senses pain as unpleasant. They still had pain in their body, but they didn't register it as unpleasant in their brain. So this works the same for emotional pain too. Now don't blame or beat yourself up just because you now know that you are actually causing your grief or pain. It is just so important that we take responsibility for all of our emotions. Grief is a normal part of being human and a super normal part of infertility. It is natural to want to feel grief in certain circumstances too. If someone dies, for instance, you want to be sad. You don't want to be happy. If every month you get that negative test, you want to feel grief. You also want to feel grief over a miscarried baby or a failed IVF transfer. But so often, we don't feel grief cleanly. We want to feel it, yes, but then we get caught up in it, right? Do you know what I mean? Like when you're spiraling out of control, can't get out of bed, feel overtaken by grief and can't function normally? I want to teach you today how to feel grief, embrace it, but also function and live your best life despite grief. Are you ready? Because the thing is, is that our brains are wired to avoid pain. Avoiding pain is a survival mechanism. Like when you touch a hot stove, your brain thinks, oh, that was painful. Let's not do that again. So in the future, we don't touch the hot stove again in order to avoid that pain. Because our brains are wired to avoid pain, we have evolved as a species and the majority of us have created a lot more comfort in our lives, like technology, for example. Except our evolution of avoiding pain is currently sabotaging us when it comes to emotional pain because our brain's go-to response is to avoid grief, avoid anxiety, avoid fear, and avoid anything painful. This is a problem because we are shoving down our feelings and we do this often through overeating, overdrinking, overshopping, overnetflixing. And this avoidance of pain is actually creating more pain by us doing these activities. We are compounding the original pain. What we need to do is to feel the opposite. Feel the pain, feel the grief, and process it. This is what will evolve us emotionally even though it is against our evolutionary programming. I think the biggest lesson that infertility has taught me is the ability to feel pain and specifically grief. I remember the first time I truly felt grief instead of resisting, avoiding, or trying to push it down. I was in bed crying and grieving the latest of my negative pregnancy tests. I felt so heavy, alone, and tired. But instead of blowing up the grief in my head, I went into my body. This is the key. I felt the tightness in my chest. I felt my head pound and my throat constrict. I felt the fear flowing down my face and the deep, deep pain in my stomach. I felt so heavy, alone, and tired. But instead of blowing up the grief in my head, I went into my body. And this is the key. I felt the tightness in my chest. I felt my head pound and my throat constrict. I felt the tears flowing down my face and the deep, deep pain in my stomach. I remember these feelings so clearly. And once I began focusing on my body and the sensations I was feeling, 
versus focusing on all the thoughts my brain was giving me. Like, you'll never get pregnant. You'll always have negative tests. Something is clearly wrong with you. You are a failure to womankind. As these thoughts came up, I remembered to stay in my body. And this is not the time to do thought work or to coach yourself. This is the time to be in your body and calm your nervous system down. So I began to calm down. The tears stopped and I felt in control again. I kept focusing on my body and soon my mind began to clear. I stopped having negative thoughts and just let them pass through me. I didn't try to grasp onto them. And then, you know what, my friends? It was over. The grief was processed. As emotions only last 90 seconds if we allow them to be there, which was what I was doing. I had embraced grief. And this was such a powerful experience. And I remember being so surprised and happy with how I felt at the end. I had just felt an emotion. I had just processed it totally all the way through. After grieving, I realized there was also other feelings I was avoiding, resisting, and pretty much shoving down. I had this belief that I should be happy all the time, but really I was putting pressure on myself to be happy. But since life is 50-50, if I'm not happy all the time, nothing has gone wrong. I started to give myself grace for feeling sad that 50% of the time. So many of us as a society, are sold on this myth that life should be happy 100% of the time. And then when it's not, we argue with reality and we believe that something has gone wrong. But what if life is really just 50-50? Half the time I will have positive emotions and the other half the time it's going to suck, but that's okay. And it is okay because I know how to process emotions and now you do too. When we process or feel our emotions and don't make the negative emotions mean anything, we can feel them cleanly. They won't feel so bad then. When I learned how to do this, I felt a huge relief being taken off my shoulders. I can feel crappy about infertility. I can feel angry, sad, fearful, and disappointed. That is okay. So I began to normalize these feelings. And once I allowed myself to have these negative emotions, I began to process them. Here are the steps to processing an emotion. Since I can hear you, you want a step-by-step guide. You can do these steps with grief or any emotion at all. Number one, first recognize the trigger, like a failed transfer, or in my example, a negative pregnancy test. Number two, recognize the emotion and name it. Step number three, state their desire to resist react, or avoid out loud. Don't act on it though. Just state it. So like say, I want to resist this emotion. Allow the feeling to be in your body and get out of your head and don't try to make sense of it yet. Step number four, say this is pain. This is part of my journey. This is part of being human. Step five, choose to feel the pain. Go into your body and notice where the emotion is located. Is it in your chest, your throat, your stomach? Is it tight, small, hard, or round? Step number six, feel the emotion. You might cry. That is okay. It'll be like riding a wave. At some points, it'll be strong, and then it'll grow weaker. Step number seven, 
stay in your body. (laughs) Your brain will give you more thoughts to think about and want you to leave your body and come back and spin out in all of the thoughts. Don't do it. Stay in your body and ride the wave of emotion. Step number eight. Say to yourself, I am responsible for this pain. I have created it with my mind. I can meet myself where I am at. I can forgive myself for my part in this. I am good and I can create relief with my mind. Step number nine. Eventually the emotion will grow weaker and weaker. That is when you know you have processed it. You will feel fine again. Repeat this process every time it comes up and go about your day. You can also write down the thoughts that appear in the journal in order to hold space for those thoughts while you process the pain instead of thinking about them. Accepting pain and the capacity to feel our grief is the biggest asset as humans. The hardest thing I have gone through in my life are the things where I resisted the pain. So I want to challenge you to try this process out. Stop resisting the pain, and if you're grieving, see if it works for you. I think it will. If you need more help with this, I've actually just launched my free fertility breakthrough mini sessions. This is 30 minutes of one-on-one coaching where I can help you with your biggest fertility challenge. These sessions are so powerful, and all of the women who have done them have said it has made their week and given them tangible strategies to feel better while going through infertility. I will link the scheduling link into the show notes so you can book your free session now. See you next time, my friends. I can't wait to hear from you. If you love the podcast and if you have liked what you have heard so far, I would love it if you could leave me a five-star rating and a review. Reviews help others find this podcast and help them get the strategies that they need to thrive during infertility. Remember to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. But maybe you want to take this work to a deeper level. I have the perfect coaching program for you. Go to www.simplyjewel.com forward slash empowered infertility to learn more about my signature one-on-one coaching program, Empowered Infertility in 90 Days, and apply to work with me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Infertility Life Coach Podcast. See you next time.